Hi. Can you hear me, George? Give me a little thumbs up. I can hear you, Lynn. Okay, good. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. Um, find a comfortable seated position or on your back. Whichever one allows you to relax the best or you prefer in meditation. And what we're going to go through today is the last week of our spring cleaning uh, themed challenge. This is what this meditation is a part of, but everybody can join um, the meditation aspect. Um, and our journal prompt for the week is about neutrality in the mind. And so seeing things through a neutral lens rather than one um, that's colored by our own perception or our own judgment. Um, and I have a little, of course, story to tell <laughs> about this. Um, my son and I got into it last night about his phone, which is always about electronics, it seems like, with teenagers. Um, but it just kept this perpetuating cycle of escalation because we were each approaching it with our own judgmental lens. So I was seeing him through the eyes of disobedient and would not cooperate and um, rebellious. And he was seeing me through the lens of uh, mom's trying to take away my phone, um, feeling threatened. Um, and so it just kind of went into this vicious cycle of of good and bad and judging and fighting. Um, and a lot of times that happens on a very subtle level when we deal with people in our lives. We have this own lens through the stories or things that have happened to us as we go um, throughout our lives. Uh, it's kind of colored our perception of different things. So when we sit with a neutral mind, it allows us to observe things without that judgment and it helps us decrease reactivity to it. So if he would have let me explain last night, <laughs> he might have seen things through a different lens or a different perception. Um, and we have a little bit of a reading. So we'll begin to move into um, this meditative state. You can shut down your eyes. Let's do a little bit of movement with our neck, just a little side to side, ear to shoulder, ear to shoulder. Slow it down just a little bit. And bring in a little half moon circle, chin to chest, ear to shoulder, chin to chest, ear to shoulder. A few more times. Bring your head back up over your shoulders, lift your shoulders up and roll them down the back. So we come into that nice posture if you're seated. If you're on the earth, of course, just stay where you're at and remain still. And take a few breaths in and out. So this lens that we tend to see life through, through our own lens, Oftentimes, it results in suffering because we aren't seeing things from a neutral mind. And then we can become addicted to that suffering or the powerlessness that it causes us to feel. That's what my son was feeling. He was feeling powerless. But one of the biggest challenges to maintaining balance is feeling powerless. 
Feeling powerless leads to outward aggression in the form of frustration and anger or withdrawal inward into depression and victimization. So that's that suffering loop that we often get trapped in. We fear our own power and we often feel trapped at our sense of powerlessness. And by powerless, I mean those times we feel like we've run out of choices. We run out of options and we are feeling totally incompetent to deal with the challenge at hand. At these times, we may feel like a caged animal trapped and ready to spring. Whether we respond with anger, withdrawal, frustration, or resignation, there is a way in which our mind shuts down as if we are riding a train through a dark tunnel and we can't see anything but darkness and anxiety. Ahimsa, or nonviolence, invites us to question the feeling of powerlessness rather than accept it. So for our purposes in meditation, it's seeing things through this neutral mind or this neutral lens and trying to step outside the situation and see things for how they are and not what we have colored them to be. So pause here for just a moment, whether you're seated or on your back. Take a few cleansing breaths in and out, in and out of the nose. Pay attention to your breath. Feel the texture and the temperature as it comes in and out of your nose. And treat it as if it's cleaning that lens, the lens of your mind, washing away the different things that may have kind of gunked it up over the years. Maybe it's trauma that we've experienced or judgment that we've been on the receiving end of, or maybe it's just stories that we've made up ourselves about other people or about ourselves that tend to skew our thoughts or our narrative in one direction or another. allowing that breath to wipe the lens clean. To see things in observation and non-reactiveness. To help break that cycle or lessen the cycle of suffering. The suffering is a natural part of life. We will never be fully rid of suffering in our lives. But we can use tools to ease the suffering 
or to notice when we are coming back to that judgmental or cloudy lens and seeing things from only one perception. Taking a step back and breathing and just visualizing that breath, wiping your lens clean. so that you may see things as a third party observer, see things with a neutral mind, create less reactivity, less suffering. So can you even visualize that in your mind's eye? seeing that lens being wiped away. So think of maybe glasses or sunglasses, something sticky or fingerprints, something a little oily on the lens. When you put those on, you definitely see things a little differently. It's almost like you have an eyelash in your eye. You can't get past it. You have to get it off or you have to clean that lens before you can see things clearly. Or like a mirror after you take a hot shower or bath is fogged up and you can only see a distortion of yourself in that lens. Just practicing this concept of the things that kind of gunk up or create murkiness in our mind's eye of how we see the world, how we see others, and how we see ourselves are simply feelings like powerlessness, past situations or trauma that we've internalized or stories that we've told ourselves. We use this practice and this breath work as space to help us either over time or repetitively coming back to clearing that lens, breaking that cycle or easing the suffering of everyday life. And take just a moment to call to mind a time when you felt powerless or you felt misunderstood or perhaps you even made a wrong judgment or misperception about someone else just based off of chance, circumstance, or past situation. Don't go into depth in this story. 
but understand how it felt in your body physiologically. Maybe you felt a little sick to your stomach. Maybe your heart rate started to go up, your face started to flush, felt a little anger rising. And then call to mind the relief that you felt when that dissipated, when the misunderstanding was cleared up, when the situation came under control or became neutral, or communication was had to where parties felt understood. And the freedom that your mind felt once things were brought back into balance. Or maybe once you didn't feel powerless anymore. And perhaps the next time that occurs next time you feel that shift of balance tipping over into that space, you can come back to this breath to clear the lens, to drop your perceptions, to cease the narrative or the judgment, and to see things from third-party observation, to remind yourself to act in kindness towards you and any other party involved, to practice that concept of ahimsa, of nonviolence, to keep a clear lens. Because once we clear it with our breath, with this practice, we have the ability to do it again. It's a skill we can cultivate. To drop resentment, to drop hurt, to stay more in balance in this place of peace, help ease the suffering and break the cycle. Remind yourself to drop your shoulders. And understanding that while we have a mind-body connection, sometimes our body tries to take over the mind. And when we can tell our body to relax and clear, then we can tell the mind to relax and clear. Life is all about cycles. 
And feelings of powerlessness and concepts like suffering will always be present because we are human and fallible. We will never be perfect. And we understand we have these tools to come back to. So keep coming back to your breath. Keep visualizing that lens, whether it's a mirror, your perception of yourself, or a glass lens, your perception of others. And we can keep coming back to this practice, this cycle. Times we'll be really good at this. Times when we won't be so good at this. You feel that gentle breath coming into your body. how we feel renewed after these practices, after we use our tools. Just like spring represents renewal from the dark slumber of winter. Sometimes that darkness feels really dark. And sometimes in spring, the sun seems really bright. Be gentle with yourself. Honor your own cycles. Notice when you're allowing stories from the past, present situations that maybe remind you of past circumstances. Allow yourself to notice using this power of observation and third-party perception, a cleared lens to remind you to come back to neutrality, to ease that suffering, a suffering of reactiveness when it's not necessary. And there are very few times when reactiveness is truly necessary. Most of our interactions and situations with others don't require reactiveness on a flight-or-fight situation level. So seal it into your mind that when you feel that physiological reaction, the flush of your cheeks, the rise of your heartbeat, that maybe a little sick feeling in the pit of your stomach when those situations of misunderstanding or reactiveness start to bubble up. Remind yourself to come back to this space of clearing. Remind yourself that you're not powerless. 
that you have the ability to tap into this clearing, this renewal, this break in the cycle, this ease in the suffering. Allow it to sit in your body like freedom. And then remind yourself again to have grace. You are human. You are fallible. You are not meant to be perfect. The perfection is found in your imperfection. That spring is only found because we've had winter. Grace comes because we've been in that seat of powerlessness. That freedom comes because we've been in the dark. That the darkness can be just as fruitful as the light. Count out 10 more breaths. Continue the visualization of clearing, whether it sits with you that the mirror is what you connect to the most today or the glass lens and your perception of others. Whatever it is that you're clearing, Use that breath that you're counting to wipe it clean. Maybe those exhales fog your mirror up. Your inhales bring the cool breeze in to wipe the fog away watching as it slowly dissipates. Or your inhales are the cool water washing over your lens, wiping away the smudges to see the world through a different pair of eyes. Maybe your breath travels and the inhale all the way up to the crown of the head from the belly. The exhales traveling down from the crown of the head all the way down to the pit of your belly. Flowing in. 
cleansing out. Finding acceptance in your mind that suffering is a part of life. But then reminding yourself that so is joy. And the two come hand in hand and we do not have one without the other. the beautiful cycle of life. Allowing our breath to bring balance to the highs and to the lows. And bring the palms to touch at heart center. May you find the light in the darkness, the peace and the suffering. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Thank you so much for joining. Namaste. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Take care. Bye.